What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Break Room. I'm host and creator at Axe Curvy Carol. Thanks for being here today. It's season three. I can't believe it. Like, I'm so excited. I know it's not like season 50 or 70 or whatever, but like just the fact that you guys are still listening and I'm still talking makes me happy. So thanks for tuning in. Um, I hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day and spent it with, you know, loved ones, whether that be like Bay or, you know, your friends, your family, or if you just genuinely had like a self-love day, whatever. I just hope that you had a good holiday. Um, you know, the holidays are such a fun time and a great time to be around people you care about, but it's also can be a sad time for some people. So make sure you check on your loved ones. Um, what else? Oh, this whole week is lit because Black Panther comes out. So basically every black person is like a superhero this week, you know, so that's lit. I kind of feel lame though. Cause like a lot of my friends got invited to premieres and, I don't know. I bought a ticket the old fashioned way, but like, it feels like everybody's seen it. I don't know if I'm just following like the wrong people, but everyone's just like, yeah, it's so good. And I'm just like, bruh, like I didn't know it came out yet. Like, you know, so I don't know. Maybe I need to raise my media social standard, whatever, but either way, I'm super excited to see it. Um, what else? Oh, um, I wanted to, for shine, not shade y'all. I was literally thinking about who, to talk about like sometimes I go through like different things on social media sometimes I um you know go through stuff in the news but you know we have a tendency and when I say we I just mean like people in general have a tendency to like limit our friends like we don't you know what I mean like like who do I know who does this who I know who does that like go to your own circles and I realized my shine not shade should go to my friend Amanda Wicks who is like super popular literally one of the most humble people like you ever meet like you'll ever meet like she's so down to earth and genuine and just really kind but she's also super popping like um at Clark we went to CAU together and I remember she was like she won some big award about like having some really good like I think it was like GPA in her major and literally like didn't tell us and yes I'm telling you this story I'm telling the story Amanda sorry but I remember just being like wait I would have supported you and like been there like you know and she was just so low-key about it but I say it to say because that tells you a little bit about her character and she recently started a YouTube channel it's called carefree black girl carefree is one word and um you know, a lot of people like her hairstyles. Um, she has natural hair and just how she styles her hair and, you know, dresses in general and everything. So she started a YouTube channel just with like DIYs. And she's also like super just like unapologetically black and like successful and popping. So I just love, like I watch her vlogs, like I forget she's my friend. Like, I mean, I mean that in a good way, but I just like one of those people like you just tune into their YouTube and it's like, wait, like this is actually somebody like I know and love. Like, that's crazy. But if y'all are looking for new, like, you know, YouTube content or, you know, you like your vlogs, definitely check out Manda Manda. Um, yeah, again, Carefree Black Girl. Carefree is one word. And then she's on Twitter and Instagram, too, as Stacey's Interlude. Shout out to anybody who knows where she got that from, but y'all ain't gonna know. But anyway, um, yeah, so this episode is super cool. Cause I'm not even going to front. I was like very like, I don't know, like I'm a strong beehive member. So to talk to someone who like toured with Beyonce and was like at the Super Bowl, I was kind of nervous. I'm not going to front, but she is the most like 
cool person. We had this really good conversation about so many different topics. I'm not going to lie. It's a little long, but I mean, when you're talking to somebody who did all these great things, like, you know, I was inquisitive. I had a lot of questions. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to take up too much time today. I'm just going to jump into the interview. Um, But again, thank you guys for listening. I have some really good guests lined up for the season. Um, I appreciate you guys just supporting and tuning in and I hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah. And don't forget, like, let's all be at Black Panther this weekend. Um, and we're superheroes, like turn on your Kendrick Lamar this whole week. Cause we're, we're, you know, we're all superheroes, you know? Um, also special thank you to our sponsor. This episode was sponsored by Sky Media Group out of Baltimore, Maryland. Um, entrepreneurs, creators, you know, sometimes our ideas are like everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're doing so many different things and it's hard to like get everything down to a solid like idea, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, what's your brand? Who are you marketing to? Like, if you have that kind of creative mind, that's great, but some people don't. And um, Sky Media Group kind of is able to help you give your brand identity. They help do website design. They also do like marketing. Um, They also do events. I don't know if you guys remember, but like, I guess maybe a year ago or so, I was promoting this event really hard called the Sky Soiree. Um, And it was all about just like networking in a different way. Like we played games, like we had like drinks, um, like we were taking pictures. It was just fun, but you were, it was all like people who were in completely different fields, whatever. But it was a really fun event to give you an idea of kind of things they do also. So Thank you, Sky Media Group, for supporting The Break Room. And you guys, if you are looking to build your website or, you know, again, just come up with a kind of cohesive brand, definitely go to Sky Media Group. Check out my girl, Tony Patterson. And yeah, um, let them know you heard about it while you were hanging out in The Break Room. Um, so yeah, let's jump into this interview. It was kind of long, so I don't want to talk too much to you guys, but um, I hope you enjoy it. Like, Saeed and Nairobi, I was inspired. So I hope that you are as well. Kirby, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I'm so I'm so excited. I was like, I would love to meet her, but I know like you are about to have the baby any day now, aren't you? Any day now, like the countdown is real. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so and so funny. yeah, I was like, I was, you know, now I gotta just do interviews over the phone because you know, of driving course. Distances. I'm just trying to be safe. My husband, you know, trying to keep it safe. (laughs) No, of course. I felt excited. I was looking at your vlogs. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like like we're still a part of this process. Like, I love it. Yes. Thank you. No problem. Well, um, the podcast is called The Break Room. And basically what we do is, you know, just kind of be a break from life whatever's going on, um, just to talk about a topic. And this one is all about fulfilling your dreams. And I know mm. that you have done that. So, yes. um, yeah, so I just want to, you know, ask you a few questions about just, you know, how you got there. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. So first, um, just tell me about, I guess, that moment that you knew you really wanted to dance seriously, like you wanted to make it a profession. Yes, yeah, so... Um, it was back in 2004. Um, I had mm-hmm. just graduated high school. I was um, preparing to uh, go to college, and I remember I was, you know, fresh woman. I was I was going to Bennett College for Women. It's mm-hmm. an all women college in North Carolina, and they sent us a um, a flyer to mm-hmm. sign up to perform in the Fresh Woman Talent Show. 
And I was like, oh, that would be fun if I do a yeah. talent show. And um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a dance. Like, I just graduated from a performing arts high school. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, studied music in high school, really. But mm-hmm. I wasn't all the way comfortable yet, like, singing by myself. I was used to singing in choirs and groups and all right. that. So. With dancing, I had a little more comfortability doing it by mm-hmm. myself. Um, okay. So I was like, I'm going to just, I'm going to dance. I'm going to do a little dance. So I went and I performed that and got like a standing ovation. And everybody yes. on campus started knowing me as like, oh, the dancer, she's a dancer on campus. <laughs> and then um, I, I was told about this audition for like a big organization on North mm-hmm. Carolina A&T's campus. And North mm-hmm. Carolina A&T is like, literally walking distance from Bennett. So okay. I went and auditioned, I got in, and me and a few of the members of that organization created mm-hmm. our own little, like, dance crew on the side. And it was more for, like, those of us that really, really love dancing, like, for real, yeah, for real. Yeah. And so we started um, just really studying, digging in, training, um, just creating movement, just doing all kind of stuff. And then around this time, Sierra had came out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Goodies had dropped, Old dropped, yes. One Two Step. And she coming from Atlanta and me coming mm-hmm. from Atlanta, I just really mm-hmm. connected to her style as a dancer. Right. It was just like that's what she was really bringing to the forefront, the culture of Atlanta dance where I hadn't yeah. seen anybody really do that. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, she's tall like me, and she, yeah. you know, she can dance like me. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, my God, I want to do this. So it was really like seeing Sierra, you know, in those videos that really kind of sowed the seed, like, I could do this professionally because right. I came from that background as, a, as you know, a girl growing up in Atlanta dancing. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like the, the beginning of it. And then... Okay. I ended up, you know, talking to my mom, and I was like, I'm coming back home to Atlanta, and I, I want to be a dancer. And she was like, mm-hmm. oh, Lord. She's like, my child lost her mind. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just felt really, like, motivated, I guess, being around this crew I was dancing with and dancing at mm-hmm. the college organization and, and mm-hmm. just, like, it was just all there, and I was so young, too, 18 years old. So I'm like, I feel like mm-hmm. I got the whole world ahead of me, and yes, you know, why yes. not go for it, kind of thing. So, yeah, that was like the beginning. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. And I mean, I guess that experience too, because I mean, I remember even telling my mom and like my dad that I wanted to like pursue communications. They, mm-hmm. they were supportive, but you know, there's always that conversation of like, okay, this is what I want to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. was there ever that fear of like, oh my gosh, this is it. You know, it's not like we're saying, hey guys, I'm pursuing education or something. It's different, you know. Did yeah. you ever have that worry with your family or just within yourself? You know, I don't recall having any worry because I think I was so I've always been uh what I was always one of those kids that was very opinionated and when I felt Mm -hmm. strongly about something there was no way you could change my mind I was never I was never easily swayed so anytime I put my mind to do something that was it and my mom knew that and that's why she was really scared because she was like this girl is not playing but I like for her she's like I don't know what the end result looks like. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. when you're pursuing an arts career, mm-hmm. there is no, like, formula that you can follow that's like, this is right. how you do it, and this is how you can succeed because you did this. Everybody's story right. is 
really unique and different. There's so mm-hmm. many variables from skill set to your look to politics to right timing mm-hmm. and opportunity. And there's just so many variables that come into play. So you just never know kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Well, you mentioned like your look. Have you ever had a time that someone like maybe you didn't do good on an audition or something and they said it, and you find out it's because of your look or you didn't get a gig and they say it's because of your look or, you know, just something different that had nothing to do with your actual dancing? You know, I've never been told that, my look yeah. um, interfered with me having a gig, but I've been mm-hmm. on jobs where they wanted to change my look. So it wasn't okay. a thing of, like, if I came in there and my hair wasn't right, they would just mm-hmm. be like, hey, we want you to do, we want your hair to be like this. Like, I remember for Carrie Hilson, um, mm-hmm. that's where I started kind of doing an asymmetrical hairstyle for her mm-hmm. because um, my hair was just not what, the choreographer kind of pictured for me to have okay. for Carrie Hilson. So I okay. she sat down with me. She was like, what do you think about, you know, doing like a little asymmetrical or something? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, I can do that. And I had just cut all my hair off. So I mm-hmm. just had to go find like a little asymmetrical wig. And I was yes. rocking with Carrie Hilson with a wig on my head. You know, yeah, so wigs always get you through. You know, yeah. You and then she was, girl, mm-hmm. and then the crazy thing is from there, like – same thing, same thing happened with Beyonce. Like, they, when I auditioned for Beyonce's tour, the first tour I did with her, um, mm-hmm. I had that same wig that I was wearing for Carrie Hilson, I had on for Beyonce audition. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and so, and because I was, you know, I had just came from doing a gig with Carrie Hilson, mm-hmm. and so I just went straight there, had this crazy-looking hairpiece on, and they ended up, you know, keeping me to stay to, like, you know, kind of fight for the job kind of thing. It was six of right. us, only four girls to get the gig. So it was like, go hard or go home. And yeah. during that time, she asked me, um, Beyonce, she was like, you know, how is your hair underneath the wig? And I was mm-hmm. like, it's a little teeny weeny afro. Mm-hmm. Literally, my hair had grown, you know, from I cut it all off, like literally a Caesar cut. So it had yeah. only been like two months into growing. So it was literally mm-hmm. a TWA. And Mm -hmm. um, she was like, okay. And then when she saw my real hair, um, when we were shooting some video content for the tour, she was Mm -hmm. like, that's going to be your look. And (laughs) and that was like the start of, you know, that was what, that was where the short blonde hair came to life was on that tour. Mm -hmm. Tell me, I'm I'm sure you've gotten this question a million times, but really what was it like working with her and how, how are they having her as a boss also? You said how was what? How is it working with her and kind of having her as, like, a boss or controlling, you know, everything? Oh, amazing. She's yeah. one of the best people to work for. If you – you just – there's so much to study with her. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's so detail-oriented, and it's so exciting for someone like me because I really understand, like, she's successful because of the work that she puts in and because of her team and her team is so solid. You know what I mean? And so there's like, you're always learning something new, you know, like when Mm -hmm. I first toured with her in 2009, it was Mm -hmm. like, she was in a whole different space. You know, she was just Mm -hmm. married a year Mm -hmm. with with Jay and no kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was still in her twenties, like, you know, her second, you know, tour, tour for real, for real, like world tour, the solo artist. So she was like, you know, this was when she was in the Sasha Fierce era, and she mm-hmm. was in a different space. And then touring with her 
you know, for formation, it's like now she's like a mommy and, you mm-hmm. know, she's a wife, like, you know, she got years in and yes. she's like really securing herself as a, as a solo artist. She's got mad tours under her belt, mad accolades. Like she was just like that icon status had really been solidified and mm-hmm. did everything. And so it was just like seeing her at that time and seeing her now it was like she's evolved so much and she's not mm-hmm. in competition with anyone. It's just herself. She just yeah likes to up the ante for herself because it's just when you're when you come from doing things from a place of excellence, that's mm-hmm. how you strive. You don't strive to do things because you're looking at what other people are doing. You can be inspired mm-hmm. by that, but right. ultimately you're just challenging yourself to set the bar high of what what it is that you can do so that you're not complacent because after her first tour her first album she could have been like oh i did it i'm good Mm -hmm. but she Mm -hmm. kept pushing and kept like reinventing herself and kept up in the bar like you know it was never you never see her and you would think you know she's not that kind of person that's like you would think is so iconic and successful and thinks of herself like that she mm-hmm. you know she's so humble in spirit and also just very like you know this is what I love to do and so she treats right. every new tour new album new project new vision with the same like hunger that she probably wow. had when she was just starting with Destiny's Child you know what I mean and so it's just yes. like yes. really um it's, it's, it's an honor to work with somebody that's been in the game for so long, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and, and just really um, come to such a place in her career where she's, like, the most highly respected and most popular female entertainer in the world. <laughs> like, right, right. There's, there's nobody know. in her ballpark. That's yeah, sure. exactly. Yes. You know, she's in a lane all by herself, and it's really mm-hmm. dope. So, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. You said something that really stuck with me, too, mentioning how that just always kind of having that competition with yourself. Because I feel like yeah. in this time with social media and everything, people are always, like, trying to do something somebody else is doing. But if you get that yeah. from inside, you know, it's a different level. So, yeah. Um, you, oh my goodness! So, I mean, you mentioned, of course, Beyonce being um, a wife and, and a mother, but I mean, that's you now too. And it's it's a situation yep. where so many people say, like, I think there's this idea with like black women, like, oh, either they're like workaholics and they're living their dreams, or it's like, oh, they're a mother. But y'all, like, y'all doing both. Both, <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. What do you What do you say to people who feel like that? Who think you can only be one or the other? I say don't put yourself in a box like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, women, we have so much power. And mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, it's really um, admirable to me to see, like, you know, people like Debbie Allen. Debbie Allen is such a huge muse for me because, mm-hmm. you know, she's been in the industry since, like, the 70s. And mm-hmm. she's, like, done everything from dancing to choreographing to producing, directing, writing, you mm-hmm. name it, she's done it. And on top of that, you know, she's been a wife and a mom as well. And it's just like, she, you know, she did it. You know what I mean? And same with like Coretta Scott King, like from, you know, Mm -hmm. that side of things where like she was holding this, you know, she was holding Martin Luther King Jr. down on top of like the five kids they had. And And then after he passed, it wasn't like she just disappeared. She kept pushing the vision Mm -hmm. forward and Mm -hmm. in her own way and really was able to set up like the King center and really just Mm -hmm. create these um, stamps, you know, of his legacy. And Mm -hmm. on top of being a a widow and a wife and I mean, a a mom. So it's like, I think of our foremothers and I'm just like, 
they've done it. They do it. Mm-hmm. And why can't, you know, why can't we? And um, I, I don't think that women have to, we don't have to limit ourselves. If there's something, yeah. you know, that we want to do, I think it's important, you know, because we've been given gifts and talents and skills and abilities for a reason. And, you know, right. for some women, some women do feel like, you know, their calling, their purpose is to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. okay too. You that's know what fine I mean? too, but, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's like if they, if you feel like there's something unfulfilled in your mm-hmm. career or something that you want to do, and then you have a kid, I say mm-hmm. press on, like press forward, mm-hmm. push through, and you'd be surprised the the strength and energy that you have because mm-hmm. I think where women sometimes we sometimes uh, short ourselves by feeling like we have to sacrifice our yeah. happiness for someone or something else and it's like mm-hmm. you don't have to do that because in order to really show up as best as you can for your family you have to show mm-hmm. up for yourself you know it's like true, true. you have to honor that person inside of you so mm-hmm. I think it is important that women you know try to balance it and do both yeah right right was there ever a time that you felt had to sacrifice your happiness or or was there a time that I don't know I know you, you just I know yes. freaking Usher Beyonce you've done so many amazing yeah. things I'm sure there's I'm yes. sure there's those obstacles you had to get through yes. as well yes <laughs> tell yes. me about definitely that time. um for me it was um with music because mm-hmm. I, I always loved to be coming from performing arts school I always was mm-hmm. into music and dance mm-hmm. and I've came to a crossroads a few times in my career um, where I had to decide between the two. So mm-hmm. the first time um, that I uh, booked my first tour as a dancer, I was mm-hmm. in a music group. And, you know, that mm-hmm. was exciting for me because I had been in singing, quote-unquote, groups, you know, growing up. But right. this was, like, the first time where we were actually, like, having meetings and, you know, recording. Mm-hmm. Like, it was my first time really, like, doing stuff in a group for real. Yes. 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 I was excited about it, but then I was equally excited about, you know, the opportunity to, to go on tour and dance and get paid to do it. And, um, and I ultimately decided to go on the tour and Mm -hmm. then it happened again after (laughs) I toured with Beyonce the first time I got Mm -hmm. an opportunity to be in a group and I was Really, that that time I was like, you know what? I'm fully invested. I'm committed. I've done. I've toured with Beyonce, so I'm good now, for real, for real. With dance, right. I danced with Sierra. Um, that was yes. like a dream artist I wanted to work with. I danced with the yes. Dream, Carrie. Like I had a few things under my belt, and I was satisfied. Mm-hmm. But the tour that came up that put me at the crossroads again was Usher's tour. And mm-hmm. so it's like Usher, he's a male entertainer. He's a legend in his own right. You know, right. he's also been to the game like Beast since they were like teenagers. And yes, I hadn't yes. toured yet with a male entertainer like him. But mm-hmm. I turned it down. And I turned it down twice. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just like, no, no, because I'm in this group. I'm focused. Da, 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 da. The third yeah. time that the opportunity came up was when I was like, okay, let me stop saying no for a second and like mm-hmm. tap in and listen and see if, like, like what's going on because I know that that is not common. Nobody gets offered to go on a world tour with the artist, A, like that. You don't get yes. direct book unless you've had years or whatever relationships with the person. And mm-hmm. I had only started working with Usher um, 
like that year. That was this okay. when um, OMG had came out. Hey, Daddy, that was like the first video that I did mm-hmm. with him, first job. So I was still new to the Usher camp. So, you know, the fact that they were like really zoning in, like we want Saida, it was just like, okay. Yes, <laughs> so I yes. went in my prayer closet, you know, and I, and I talked to um, Jamaica because Jamaica Craft, the choreographer, she was the one mm-hmm. that was putting together this group. And mm-hmm. I went to her house. I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? <laughs> because she toured with Usher, you know, like over like, 10 years prior to that. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if anybody knows what to do, she does. She understands because, you know, she, she told with him, she gets it. And yeah. she, you know, of course, put it back on me. Like, I can't make that decision for you, <laughs> but I feel your pain. But I'm but listening. You yeah, I'm here for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be the one to make that choice. But it, yeah. it was a real crossroads. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love, touring like I ultimately met my husband on that tour and I feel like that was like the big purpose of you know Mm -hmm. really doing it you know because you know this man I've been with him like eight years now and we're having our first baby and it's just like you see how like God lines things up and sometimes things don't make sense in the moment but then Mm -hmm. you have that aha where you're like oh okay got it this is why (laughs) why but you know at the time it was a really hard decision because of course I felt like my heart was moving on into music but Mm -hmm. for some reason I felt like there was something there was a reason beyond what I was comprehending that God wanted Mm -hmm. me to be on this tour and so that's you know it was that kind of pull that tug like this is a great opportunity but I'm really excited about this singing group you know kind of thing yeah 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 (laughs) it seems like you're tapping back into music and I mean is is it something is that kind of like your focus now like what's next for you it is. It is. Okay. You know, I, I, I'm, like, really open right now to mm-hmm. a lot of things because last year was very pivotal for me mm-hmm. um, professionally and personally. Just, you know, becoming pregnant um, mm-hmm. last year and then also that being the first year that I got a, landed a recurring role as an actress on a show and mm-hmm. um, I published my first book and released yes, my yes. first, like, song and video. There's a lot of firsts time things mm-hmm. happened last mm-hmm. year and so I you know just felt like it was a momentum a, a, a kind of new beginnings stopping ground kind of thing so I'm really just excited about pressing forward into you know evolving at you know right. in my career and um doing other things that I haven't quite done yet you know what I mean kind of thing yeah. so definitely yeah. music um is something okay. like still is like Gotta, gotta, you know, it's something there, something that, you know, yes, I have yes. to press in and do. And so, yeah, that's, that's been a, a focus amongst other things, uh, recently. Yep. Yes, and the video was just, it was so beautiful, like the way it was shot. I'm like, I just love this, like the song, Thank how you. it looks, everything. That was so, so much yes. fun. That was, was so it? Much fun. It, because, um, you know, as a dancer, you're, you're pretty much under the direction of, the choreographer, the artist, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. as a dancer and being the student to everybody that I work for and everything, I see how a, it works to bring right. a vision and a project to life. So it was just really fun to, like, tap tap into all that energy for my own project. You know what I mean? Because, right. you know, as a dancer, I've been sewing and pouring into other people's work and their mm-hmm. their music, their 
performances and all that. So it was kind of like really refreshing and fun to like do something that was like my own vision that I wanted to yes. see kind of come to life from the, you know, the light, the, the scenes that we did to the mm-hmm. wardrobe to just the overall, like I was literally editing the video myself um, with my brother-in-law. Oh, wow. oh yeah. yeah. So you were really hands-on. Like, hands-on, super hands-on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how I am in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I've become that way. Um, and that's why I think I ended up choosing the route to self-publish my book because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you, you learn more when you do it yourself. Um, it takes True. a team, you know, of course, mm-hmm. and, and a team is everything. But you have to, you know, if you have a team and you're not aware of what they're doing and what how to delegate to them, it kind of makes mm-hmm. you not that great of a leader either, you know. So it's it's great when you have a, a understanding of what it is that you need from your team, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And what made you decide to write the book? You know, um, it, it was funny. Fresh off of Usher's tour um, mm-hmm. that summer, I was just, I was like sitting and I was like, you know what, I really want to tell my story um, because I would teach uh, workshops. I did a lot of workshops mm-hmm. on Usher's tour. Mm-hmm. I did a lot on Beyonce's tour too, but I really started doing mm-hmm. more on Usher's tour. And mm-hmm. I noticed that I loved um, not so much teaching steps to the dancers, um, but it was the part after where I could do the Q&A and I could sit down with the students and okay. they could ask okay. me whatever they wanted to know about anything because I think that's the teacher in me that like, because mm-hmm. I did go to college to become a teacher, but you know, mm-hmm. I didn't get you know, I didn't finish that uh, course, but mm-hmm. there's still that part of me that loves to share and, yeah. and teach and, you know, all that. So mm-hmm. um, it just, and I always loved writing. I was, I was writing since I was seven years old, short stories and okay. poetry. So it was just like inevitable that I would one day write a book, a novel or something. And it just really just kind of came to me and I started creating an outline for what mm-hmm. it is that the book would be about. And, of course, 2011, there was still more to my journey that was unfolding. So as things mm-hmm. were progressing in my life, I would just add to the outline. And I really started, like, I had a 300-some pages by 2015. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. Yes. <laughs> and I yes. Sent it over, yeah, and I sent it mm-hmm. over to the editor. And, and then during that time when I was getting the book edited, I booked Formation Tour and Super Bowl mm-hmm. and Lemonade and all of that. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the last chapter. Like, this is yeah. perfect because it felt so full circle to, like, you know, talk about my journey growing up in mm-hmm. Atlanta and how I got into becoming a professional dancer and Beyonce mm-hmm. being the first world tour that I, you know, you know, where I got to actually dance for real, for real, and yeah, kind of became yeah. the staple. That became the tour that really put – me in the forefront of people's minds, like, mm-hmm. oh, the short girl, the girl with the short blonde hair, you know, the dancer, they never knew my name, but they knew I was the girl <laughs> with the short blonde hair. <laughs> and um, so it was like that tour kind of created, that was where my signature came from, is my, right. my look and my identity. So to have my book and, you know, with the artist that really, you know, kind of propelled my career to so mm-hmm. many different heights. It was just like, oh, this is perfect. So I completed the book in like five years. It took five years to finish. And yeah. um yeah. Time is important like, though. Time is important. Yeah. It so is at that moment, like I, cause uh, that Super Bowl, oh my gosh, like hearing yeah. formation at the Super Bowl, like that was a moment. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, it was crazy. 
how was that for you? I mean, I know I'm sure it's kind of a broad question, but just like take me back to that moment being on this. Oh, complete rush. Like mm-hmm. it happened so fast. I did mm-hmm. Super Bowl with Usher in two, uh, 2011, like four years, uh-huh. five years before that. And mm-hmm. I remember the scream, you know, and like just mm-hmm. the pandemonium in the stadium, that energy. <laughs> but it happened so quick. It's like we're walking out on the field. The drummers are playing. Beyonce's singing, okay, ladies, now let's get. And then, it's, <laughs> and then next thing I know, we're all on stage with Coldplay and it's over. You know, it's like <laughs> it happens so quick because you also, uh, it's a terminology, you know, dancers mm-hmm. use like of just blacking out where mm-hmm. you basically just lose yourself in the moment. And so okay. that's exactly what happened. Like literally I walked out on a field and I was like, it's go time. You know what I'm saying? Cause yes, I just yes. felt that energy. It's like, you know, the stadium, this is their first time seeing all of us come out and wearing these black afros with rays and yes, it's 50 yes. black women and we're just like this i know they were looking at us like what are y'all about what is about to happen <laughs> yes, yeah yes. and so it was just very like you you felt like you were about you were really we were making a statement and that um, it was something that was going to be talked about and so you know on one side you just like just be on your just be on your, you know, your junk. Like, yes, so you yes. did all your marks and execute everything perfection because there was a lot of formations in, you know, the song's formation. So we did a lot yes, of different yes. formations. So as much as you want to black out and be lost in the moment, you also want to have that awareness. And of course, yes, muscle, muscle memory, paying attention, but mm-hmm. it's so many variables that happen that can happen mm-hmm. when things are live. So it's like, mm-hmm. you just got to make sure that you are <laughs> present but lost in it at the same time. It's like, it's a weird, you know, thing, but it's like the two have to come together for the magic right. to really happen. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's just what it yes. was. It was, it was crazy. And of course I was, I was off of her left shoulder when it was that part mm-hmm. where she was kind of catching herself to come back up. And I remember mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh shoot. I was like, I was like, <laughs> she, she's down. I don't know why she's down. Okay, she's back up. Okay, she she's caught it. Up. You know That's what I mean? And it's yes. like when you, yes. something like that happens, you have to stay on point. It's not like you can just stop dancing and look okay. at what's happening. Like, girl, let me help you up or something. It's like you got to stay in it. You know what I mean? Yes. And so it was one of those quick moments where I'm in that zone, and then I'm like, wait, she's doing something that was not part of the, yes. you know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Like, situation. Yes. yeah, and. And so it, it was kind of like, is she okay? Okay, she's up. She's good. You know, so yes, it was just such a quick so moment. Good. And I was just glad that she bought herself. She's a pro like mm-hmm. that. And um, and I was just glad that, you know, just being professional, not like coming out of the moment and making it, you know, that being right. a meme or something. Dancer stares at yes. Beyonce. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Like oh, memes not do pop girl. up so quick, don't they? they <laughs> right, so right. Quick. Oh my gosh, <laughs> sound like so confident and like powerful. I mean, is there? Do you have insecurities, or did you ever have insecurities? Oh yes, you yes, sound yes, so confident. Yes. Like you're like confidence goals right now. Just so y'all, you know. thank you. No, you're you know welcome. what? Like really, like be, uh, being pregnant and becoming a mom is really. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a journey in itself. I'm like mm-hmm. it's really eye opening, and um, I think it's really like grown me up. Um, mm-hmm. I think you know one of the things I have had been insecure about was just using my voice, and I think mm-hmm. that's why singing was such a 
long journey for me because yeah. when you sing, it's, it's all about your voice and it's very personal. And mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable, you know, just kind of speaking up for yourself or, or sharing yourself with people from that place, it can mm-hmm. be a little, you know, scary. And right. um, I learned, like, that our voice is our power. And, you know, mm-hmm. we can't really allow ourselves to be muted um, because of fear. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, true. what are people going to think if I say this or if I do this or whatever? And it's just kind of like, no, you know, as long as you're living in your truth, you know, yeah. that that's all you can do. You know what I'm saying? And just be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. And, like, last year, was that was another mm-hmm. pivotal thing for me because as a dancer, our instrument is our bodies. So mm-hmm. we express ourselves through how we move, but we don't speak, you know what I'm saying, like verbally. Right. So, right. Um, you know, it's just like last year I did started doing a lot of, like, motivational speaking because I had to promote mm-hmm. my book and mm-hmm. – um, and, you know, just a lot of people are just like, hey, can you come to my school and talk to the kids? And, oh, you know, good, I've been like good. a keynote speaker for schools and stuff. So mm-hmm. really just, like, opened me up to, like, that world. And it's really fulfilling that teacher element of me that I, I have a passion for as well. So Yeah. yeah so I think, um, but that was something that I've been insecure for years. Like, don't mm-hmm. pass a mic to me. No. You know, kind yes, of thing. Yes. <laughs> like, I know the feeling, yes. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. But well, now, what? like, pass me, like, I'll say so. I'll, you know, right, like, right. No, I don't ever like this. Yeah, you know, because it's okay. And then it's, you know, um, it's always bigger than than us. And at the end of the day, sure. that's like, you know, something. That it what we do uh, can inspire somebody else. You know, and there's a lot of uh, young yes. girls that are afraid of like public speaking or or just. Mm-hmm you know, using their voice and, and you see like this movement now of just like me too. And all these women are coming out and really finally saying, yeah, I was, I was, um, treated unfairly. I was abused. I was touched inappropriately or whatever. And it's like women in general, that energy, that feminine energy is really coming forward where we're all just like, yeah, Mm -hmm. enough is enough. Time's up. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, kind of thing. So it's, it's almost like, the overall feminine world, like we're just all finding our voices, you know, and just yes. like really finding yes. speaking. I love um, it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Did you, working in the entertainment industry, did you ever like experience that? I know someone who experienced some of the stuff going on with the Me Too movement. With the who? With the Me Too movement. What's that? With the, um, how you were saying? The women who are like being a oh, oh, you said me too. I'm sorry. Yes, I yes, yes. A name. I was like, who? Who is that? Not, not on a level of like mm-hmm. being sexually assaulted or anything like that. Okay. Um, okay, you know, good. I mean, to be honest, yes, I like you know working with with Usher. Like, you know, he's a mm-hmm. he's a flirt. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He likes to you know just he's like a big kid. So right. there were times, of course, where he'd just be like, you know playful or whatever but mm-hmm. that was it wasn't anything where I was just like oh no you just okay you never like feel uncomfortable me. or anything yeah like yeah so, okay okay well, yeah that's good no. that's mm-hmm. good that's good that's good well I guess I have to ask I always ask this, if you could give just a piece of advice to someone who well for this topic someone who's trying to fulfill their dreams whether it be to be a dancer or a teacher or a doctor or whatever they want to be um and they're kind of in that rough spot what what would you yes. say to them i would say write write 
down your vision, write down your goals, be clear mm-hmm. as you can possibly be on what, mm-hmm. it, is, what it is that you want to do um, mm-hmm. and know your why. Why is it that you want to be a dancer or an architect, or, you know, or mm-hmm. a philanthropist or whatever it is that you want to be? What is your why? Because um, that helps you to identify the um, the place from wh- where this this dream is coming from, you know what I mean, and yeah, that's yeah. always going to carry you through when those times are a little tough, when you're not seeing a breakthrough yet, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like discouraged or whatever. It's like, what you know, what is that why for you? And hold right. on to that, and um, really just do your homework, be a student, mm-hmm. study, mm-hmm. Um, because everything that any of us kind of aspire to do, there's somebody that has done it before that has laid right. a, a groundwork or a foundation that we can kind of go to and look at it and say, okay, this is what I need to cultivate my skills or this is what I need to, like, you know, get to that next step or whatever. So, yes. you know, make use of the access and the ease of access to, like, information on the internet Mm -hmm. and and libraries and, you know, friends and, you know, all that. Like we have a network that's so easy to get to now, you know what I mean? And so don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to ask for advice. I love when people hit me up and, Mm -hmm. you know, reach out and, and say, Hey, I have a question about this and this because they're, you know, they're trying to, get information so that they can better themselves. And I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. So true. Thank you so much. I'm so, this is it. I'm, I'm inspired. So I hope you know our listeners are as well. So what's next for you? Where can we keep up with you? What projects should we be looking forward to? All of that. Yes. So um, definitely check me out on Step Mm -hmm. Up High Water. Um, I played the role of Electra. She's a dance teacher on the show. Um, mm-hmm. And the show was released on YouTube Red. It's out already. I think the first four episodes are free to watch through YouTube. Okay. But mm-hmm. if you want to watch the other six, um, you have to subscribe <laughs> to YouTube yes. Red. Um, and you know you can just kind of keep a keep a plug because my baby girl is dropping any day now, and I'm gonna I be know. you know you know lost in mommy world for a bit um, to yes. get acclimated with it and um, kind of just be open to what what things are going to come next. Um, so I am, you know, working on my music and mm-hmm. um, definitely looking to get into more acting. But, of course, you know, um, dance, there may be things coming up from that, too. So right, kind of right. stay tuned. <laughs> so everything. We got the yes. show. We can go get yes. the book. <laughs> yes. The blog, yes. The mommy world. Just everything going on right everything. now. Everything. Yes. That I is know. so exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I think our listeners will get a lot from this. And I really, I'm such an honor to talk to you seriously. So Thank I you so much. It. Thank you. It was a pleasure <laughs> talking with you. No problem. Have a good oh, night. And of course, you and good luck with everything being a mommy. <laughs> Thank you.